Hi, I'm Jay Fallon and you're listening to The Slippery Slope. So yesterday, the ACT government, the Australian Capital Territory Government, announced they would become the first Australian jurisdiction to name the date for the end of sales of new fossil fuel burning cars. So from the ABC News, this headline came out saying, Concerns electric vehicles still won't be affordable for many by 2035 when ACT bans sales of new petrol cars. So the Australian Automotive Dealer Association, the AADA, has expressed concern over the ACT government's announcement that it will ban the sale of new petrol cars from 2035, saying it is locking Canberrans into a commitment at a time where we really don't know what the future holds. So this ban is set to begin in 2035, meaning car dealers will be unable to sell any new cars that contain an internal combustion engine from then. The Australian Capital Territory government signalled its intention to ban the sale of new petrol cars last year when it signed up to the COP26, the COP26 declaration to accelerate the transition to 100% zero emission vehicles. The South Australian government has also previously indicated it is aiming for all of its new passenger vehicle sales to be electric by 2035. So under the ACT's plan, while the sale of new petrol cars would be banned, the sale of second-hand petrol cars or driving a fossil fuel-powered car on ACT roads would remain legal. The ACT's commitment also does not currently include heavy vehicles such as shipping trucks, being focused on personal transport vehicles such as motorcycles, passenger cars and light trucks but some of the legislative mechanics of the ban are currently unclear, including whether fossil fuel cars being brought outside of the ACT will be able to be registered to an ACT address after the ban takes effect. So the ACT Emissions Reduction Minister Shane Rattenberry has said announcing the ban now encouraged because government ministers, they like to encourage. They don't like to force you, they just want to encourage, just want to make things extremely difficult and this will encourage you. So this will encourage preparedness for the change and a smooth transition to a future where electric vehicles were the standard. This 2035 goal is about being really clear that from the date, we don't intend for any new petrol vehicles to come onto the market, he said. We're about setting an early message now, being clear about where things are going and giving people time to organise the transition. So the exact legal mechanism is yet to be determined. We'll need to work closely with the federal government and with other states and territories, but our view is that by 2035, you should not be able to put a new petrol vehicle on the road. The CEO of the Australian Automotive Dealer Association, James Fortman, has said he was concerned the cost of electric vehicles would not lower enough before the introduction of the ban in 2035. So listen, last year I did an episode of The Slippery Slope talking about the rules, the regulations that were going to be coming in and they're in now, I believe, in the United Kingdom. So the proposal for the UK 
was that as of May 30, 2022, new home and workplace chargers being installed must be smart chargers connected to the internet and able to employ presets limiting their ability to function from 8am to 11am and 4pm to 10pm. However, users of home chargers will be able to override the presets should they need to, although it's not clear how often they will be able to do that. Because remember, the government wants to encourage you, okay, encourage you on how much electricity you, you can use. They will also encourage you on how far you can drive away from your home and where you can drive and when you can drive. And so they will limit your usage. So in addition to the nine hours a day of downtime, authorities will be able to impose a randomized delay of 30 minutes on individual charges in certain areas to prevent grid spikes at other times. So according to the United Kingdom government website, uh, gov.uk, the regulations state that charge points sold for the intended private charging of vehicles must meet certain device level requirements which include smart functionality including the ability to send and receive information the ability to respond to signals to increase the rate or time at which electricity flows through the charge point demand side response services and a user interface electricity supplier interoperability allowing the charge point to retain smart functionality even if the owner switches electricity supplier continued charging even if the charge point ceases to be connected to a communication network safety provisions preventing the user carrying out an operation which could risk the health or safety of a person a measuring system to measure or calculate the electricity imported or exported and the time the charging lasts with, with visibility to the owner of this information. So charge points must also incorporate preset off-peak default charging hours and allow the owner to accept, remove or change these upon first use and subsequently. Allow for a randomized delay function. I believe electric vehicles are a fantastic innovation. And if you want one, you should be able to go and get one. However, the issues I believe we're going to run into. If everyone can remember here in Australia, it was only a couple of weeks ago, we were having electricity shortages. We've got this insatiable hunger to push towards renewable energies, and yet renewable energy cannot keep up with demand. And yet at the same time, we are pushing for more demand of electricity. Banning petrol cars, banning internal combustion engines is just the first step. The next step from the Australian government will be along the lines of what's happened in the UK. They'll be wanting to pass legislation where they can restrict when you can charge your vehicle. They will want to have control. Because as we've seen just recently, our power grids cannot keep up with the demand of electricity that is needed, that the Australian public want, that the Australian public need. We keep pushing towards renewable energy, and yet renewable energy cannot keep up with the demand. We keep forcing these closures of coal-fired power stations. At the moment, we still need coal. 
to produce electricity. This demand for climate change laws is going to bring about changes to our legislation that the Australian public is not going to like and it is going to bring about changes that will give the government more control and greater overreach into every individual's everyday life. I personally don't think this is a good way to go. This push, this desire to go towards renewable energy at all costs and placing a ban on combustion engines and forcing the sale and forcing people, the general public, to buy electric vehicles will eventually just lead to more government control and government overreach into everyday citizens' lives. That's my opinion. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.